Welcome to Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense, with Dr. Fiona Lovely. Dr. Lovely is an expert on health, treating women and their families from around the world. Her specialities include endocrinology, functional neurology, and functional medicine. Please visit us at drlovely.com. And now, here's the doctor. Hello, ladies. This is Dr. Fiona Lovely and the Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast, Making Hormones Make Sense. I've missed you. I'm so excited to be back with you tonight. I'm all kinds of cozy in my home studio tonight. I've got the space heater running and uh, you may hear it switch on and off, but um, it's dark and warm in here. I'm celebrating my own version of the Huga tonight and I hope whatever you're doing, you are loved and you are warm and safe and uh, know I have great appreciation for you. So just recently, uh, I got the opportunity to speak with another uh, female health practitioner by the name of Antoinette McQueenie, who happens to be in Ireland, and she had asked if I would speak to her people about thyroid. And it was an awesome interview. I totally enjoyed uh, researching for it. I totally enjoyed doing the interview itself, and it's been quite popular. And uh, I thought maybe I'd do a follow-up to that uh, video interview is a Facebook Live, um, and you can find that on my um, podcast page on Facebook, which is at Not Your Mother's Menopause Podcast on Facebook, and you can find the whole entire uh, live interview with Antoinette, as well as a host of other goodies there. So if you go there, you'll be able to find that. Um, You know, there was a moment in the interview where I connected the thyroid uh, dysfunction to an emotional component. And, you know, if you've been hanging out with me for a while, you know this is kind of my jam. I do love to make that connection for women. And I think the reason why it's important is because you get your power back when you know what the mental emotional connection is to whatever your health issue and in that power part of that power part of taking that back is being able to say I no longer choose that situation for myself but I want something better and you have all the power you're not relying on relying on any healthcare provider no doctor uh no Uh, Nobody else in your life, just you, and you can take responsibility for that. You're not relying on a pill or a procedure. You're saying, I'm taking care of this. But the key is you need to become aware early enough that you can help these processes when they're fairly young in the body, if that makes sense. I'm going to talk about that a little further in a moment here. But let me give you some details on thyroid. By the way, this is episode number 62. I so love doing this podcast for you. Um, It is my mission to bring you current and useful information that you can apply right away. So um, let's dive in. So You know, what's really important to know is the function of thyroid. And thyroid essentially is the master gland. Uh, It's the only other gland that relates to every uh, gland in the system. And when it isn't functioning properly, the effect really is system-wide. It has an effect on brain chemistry. It plays a role in mood elevation emotion. 
Um, in fact, there's research that shows us just how connected thyroid dysfunction and depression is. Uh, it controls your metabolic rate, the processing of carbohydrates, muscles, sexual function and development, heart function, digestion, cholesterol management, bone growth, and maintenance of bone health. It controls body temperature, and it does play a role in the hot flashes of perimenopause. And, you know, some of the more common signs of thyroid disease, most women are fairly uh, um informed about this and of course just a quick google search will give you all of this but most common signs would be weight gain or weight loss fatigue vertigo ringing in the ears constipation brain fog insomnia infertility weird periods usually has to do with irregularity or heavy menstrual flows depression and body aches and the truth is there's things that can go wrong with the thyroid. Um, it can actually hyperfunction or it can hypofunction. And by far, hypothyroidism is the most common form of thyroid disease. It's extremely common. And a very common form of hypothyroidism is the autoimmune thyroid called Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Uh, and we're seeing more and more of that. It's become quite the women's health epidemic. And there's some varying numbers on, on how often uh, thyroid or hypothyroidism is connected to Hashimoto's. But some are saying as much as 80%. So chances are if you've got <clears throat> excuse me, hypothyroidism, you may very well be uh, autoimmune thyroid, which is a different treatment. And here's the thing. If you have Hashis, the treatment for Hashis is not synthetic thyroid hormone, which um, is called Synthroid in North America. Um, levothyroxine is the, the, the drug name itself. So if you've been put on that, but you've tested positive for Hashis, there uh, is much better treatment for it. actually have to heal your body through the gut. So gut healing is critical. And there's a whole podcast, actually, there's a few podcasts uh, recorded that talk to you about, give you tools for how it is you heal the gut. So the thyroid is super important. Um, there's lots of, it, it kind of touches all functions in the body. Every single cell receptor you have in your body has the ability to accept thyroid hormones. So it's super important. Now, if you're going to, uh, want to have testing for your thyroid, uh, it turns out that depending on where you are in the world, you may be getting a complete thyroid panel and you may not be. Uh, so just some information to arm yourself with when you attend to your um, healthcare provider who is going to be ordering your blood testing for you. So you need T3 and T4. The difference between those two is that the T3 is the active form of the thyroid hormone. The 3 indicates the number of iodine molecules that are attached to the thyroid hormone. T4 is the storage format, so it's got one more iodine molecule, what happens is a selenium-based enzyme knocks that extra iodine off, and now it becomes active form of thyroid hormone. Um, so this is why selenium is really important for women who have thyroid issues. TPO, which is thyroid peroxidase, that's the test for Hashimoto's. That's the one that will tell you whether or not you have an autoimmune problem. TSH or thyroid stimulating hormone, that's the hormone signals from the brain, hypothalamus, and pituitary that tell the thyroid gland it needs to get going and make some thyroid hormone. Uh, 
Now, a newer uh, or updated version of what we want to look at for thyroid is to look at something called reverse T3. What reverse T3 does is it actually blocks the biological action of T3, which is the active form of the hormone. And the reason why the body puts that there is um, is because cortisol is high or low, adrenal fatigue, basically. So the body is attempting to prevent a health emergency by... Um, blocking thyroid function, which is not really a great idea, but from the body's point of view, it's just trying to prevent a total burnout. So if reverse T3 is present, then you absolutely must handle the stress in your life. Also, we want to take a look at progesterone, cortisol, DHEA, and estrogen. So estrogen dominance will block the thyroid hormones as well. Um, progesterone uh, is is intimately tied to thyroid function. If progesterone is low, chances are your thyroid is low functioning as well. And cortisol and DHEA will give us the basic functions of the adrenal gland. So it will tell us what's going on there because adrenal and thyroid health really need to be talked to, to talked about together. Now understand when you have this testing done, you may have all the symptoms, but you still present as normal on a blood panel. And this is fairly common. And, you know, part of the problem is that we have testing methods that, um, uh, kind of capture the mean, but don't capture the women that potentially are on either end of the spectrum. Um, and it really just depends on who else is presenting their um, their blood samples for testing. Um, you have the subclinical presentation of thyroid uh, of hypothyroidism is very very common. Now, there are multiple factors in thyroid function, and that's part of the reason as well that the testing doesn't give us great information. So here's just a few. So genetics can predispose you to thyroid dysfunction. Environmental toxins can as well. Lots is made about mold and fungus that can be found in our homes, as well as um, outgassing of some natural products that can happen in your home. Um, all of those things can really affect the thyroid. Infections can be slow burning and long lasting. Things like Epstein-Barr virus, which is associated with mono. Certainly Lyme's disease, we're hearing way more about that, typically related to a deer tick bite. Herpes and H. pylori as well. Those are uh, infections that can last in the system. Uh, of course, once you have herpes, there is no getting rid of it. It stays. Uh, and it can cause thyroid symptoms as well. So poor gut health and an unhealthy microbiome. And if you're a fan of the podcast, you've listened to my previous episodes, you know I talk about the microbiome a lot. Turns out the quality of our gut bugs is the quality of our existence. So if we have poor gut health, we're um, likely to have... Uh, an unhealthy microbiome, and that can absolutely be connected to your thyroid symptoms as well. Head trauma, so concussions. Um, this is kind of an emerging, uh, uh, an emerging field at the moment too. It turns out that often. 
when you have a concussion, depending on the mechanism of the injury, you may have damage to the inner part of the brain that contains the hypothalamus and pituitary. And those two uh, glands in the brain actually control all of the other glands uh, downstream in the body. And so when there's an injury there, uh, you can very likely see uh, endocrine disruption. And this is something I see commonly in my practice, especially young women that have had traumatic brain injuries. Now they find in the months after their head injury, they've got, um, uh, uh, their periods have changed quite a bit. So, uh, getting somebody who can help you with that, uh, that is functional neurology. It's work I do in my office and there are practitioners around the world that are able to do that for you as well. And that's rebuilding, uh, brain health and brain function after, uh, brain trauma. Nutritional deficiencies can absolutely affect the thyroid. Adrenal fatigue, as I talked about, the, the adrenal glands have the ability to downregulate the thyroid for maintenance of stress reserves. Estrogen dominance is part of the perimenopausal passage. It's supposed to be transitionary, but depending on your factors previous to perimenopause, birth control pill, um, environmental exposure to the xenoestrogens or phytoestrogens in your diet or stress, etc., you can actually, a lot of women, I would say the vast majority of women are estrogen dominant for a good portion of their lives, unfortunately. And there's a lot of symptoms that can go along with that. Estrogen actually blocks the thyroid receptors, as I mentioned before. And finally, autoimmunity affects gut, brain, thyroid health, and they can all kind of pass back and forth between each other. And so um, when you have an autoimmune response, in your body, one of the places that that um, inappropriate immune response can attack is the thyroid tissue. Okay, and so it can also attack the brain and the gut is involved too. I know I've talked about that before. And actually there's, a, uh, I think, a really good information on autoimmunity in a Facebook Live I did on the podcast Facebook page, which is, again, Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast on Facebook. Okay, and so here's the, to bring it back to the emotional component and, um, the thyroid dysfunction is connected to the emotions deeply because the thyroid is the master gland. The, the stuff that you want to think about the place where you want to dive deep. The question you want to ask is, are you the master of your life or have you given that duty task away to society to people in our lives, mother, father, teacher, preacher, have you given it away? And chances are, if you're having a strong emotional reaction to right now to hearing me say that, the answer is probably yes, you have. So become aware if this is you. First of all, be kind to yourself. Forgive yourself for um, not knowing any better. Because, you know, here's the thing about this sort of thing. Women, um, we do what we're taught. And our parents did the best that they could with what they were given. And generations are so different. Look at how it is now, right? So uh, be kind to yourself and know that you can choose to make 
new decisions anytime to regain your power. And I believe strongly that the world needs powerful women now more than ever before. And that is a a part of my mission with the podcast, with the women's health work that I do to make sure that women feel empowered, are able to stand in our power authentically because the world needs us now. Now, as always, by the way, I should, I should mention Louise Hay said about the thyroid, her question about women who had thyroid issues was, when will it be your turn? So again, if you're having that emotional response to hearing that, then uh, chances are there's some work there for you to do. So as always, I like to wrap up the uh, episodes with usable things you can do right now. So number one, realize which of the factors that I talked about, genetics, environmental toxins, infections, poor gut health, etc., that might be you, and are there things you can do to correct, fun- um, correct the function? So I have done a podcast on all of those uh, all of those topics, I think, except head trauma. Um, and you'll be able to find those wherever you download your podcasts. I've also done Facebook lives on the podcast page with several of those topics, uh, at keeping things current, um, truth is it's much quicker for me to do a Facebook live than a podcast. So, um, that's sometimes the easier way for me to kind of keep current with you guys. So you can go back and look at the useful information that was presented there and start to correct some of those factors. And uh, number two, get a proper testing panel. Excuse me. Remember you want T3, T4, TPO, TSH, reverse T3, and likely also progesterone, cortisol, DHEA, and estrogen. Start to correct the hormonal imbalances with the help of a functional medicine practitioner like myself. Uh, You should be able to find one in your neighborhood that has training. There's lots of functional medicine doctors all over the place. It can be an acupuncturist, a naturopathic chiropractor like myself, a natural medicine doctor, an integrative MD. Uh, We're um, uh, all over the place, let's just say. Okay, and finally, become aware of where you're giving your power away and love yourself enough to know your worth and start making better decisions for yourself. So I was really excited to bring this to you today. It's such a pleasure to get behind the mic. Um, I know it is coming into the holiday season now uh, here in North America. Tomorrow actually is American Thanksgiving. So uh, if you're listening to this on your way to be with friends and family or to do something that gives you um, that you're grateful for, please know I'm so grateful for you to you for listening to me for tuning in. Uh, it's really important that this information is is um, usable for you. So um, thank you. Thank you for showing up. And one final thing, I am going to put the menopause help guide uh, on a Black Friday special over the weekend. If you uh, are interested, I have not released it uh, for uh, this opportunity for a year, so it has not been available for a year. Um, I'm really excited about the information here. It's everything you need to know to get started with this, uh, treating yourself, understanding where these symptoms are coming from, getting your power back. I think information is so powerful. And so that is my goal with the menopause help guide. So here's how you can find it. 
first of all, if you're on my email list, you get these announcements before anybody else, and you can uh, add yourself to that list uh, on my website, drlovely.com. That's D-R-L-O-V-E-L-Y.com. Also, I will make an announcement on the Facebook page, too. So, uh, as always, it's my pleasure to be here with you. I hope you've enjoyed it today. I hope it's been helpful. And until next time, take good care. Bye-bye now. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Fiona Lovely are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your health care provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your healthcare provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you.